106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's Johnny. He told me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love you. I know. Say hello to my little friend. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. Alright, welcome to Are You Still Watching? Uh, I got a different show for you guys this week. And I got my two co-hosts with me. I got Josh, I got Frank. Yeah. And uh, we'll be talking a little bit of TV, but first we're going to answer a question from our Patreon. And uh, I gave it to the guys so they had some time to prepare because this is kind of a, a run and gun show. But so, first question that we got, would love to know what y'all think, what y'all thought about Sons of Anarchy. It's my favorite show and I feel... Like it didn't get the recognition it deserved when it originally aired. I know it was going against Breaking Bad at the time, but I felt like this definitely rivaled it, and it had such an amazing cast of characters, cast of act, character actors that stepped into lead roles, and it was such a great ride. I'll, I guess I'll go with it because um, it is one of my favorite shows, um, and it spinned off on uh, the Mayans that is on right now. Um, I'm not really big on the minds, but the Sons of Anarchy, what well, was it, like eight seasons, 20 seasons, great, great series. Uh, a lot of turns, a lot of tear-jerky moments, a lot of twists and turns. Um, it's just a badass show. Um, I mean, like you said, um, it developed, it already had great actors in it, um, had um, actors that guest starred in it. As well, uh, what's his name? Got Walton Goggins, probably one of his best roles ever. Yeah. Josh, you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and like you said, uh, these characters um, spruced into um, what do you call it? Lead roles. Uh, what's the Jax Teller's name? You see, I can't get their names. There's so many of them. But Jax Teller, Charlie Hunnam. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was supposed to be originally. Uh, the the gray gray uh, Fifty Shades of Gray. He was supposed to be, um, I don't know the character. What's his name? Roman Gray from Fifty Something Shades of gray. gray. Something Gray. But he was originally supposed to be it. But I think there was like uh, filming issues that he couldn't do it. So he ended up being King Arthur, mm-hmm. um, which was actually a good movie. If you haven't seen it, I think it's streaming on HBO Max or Netflix. One of those two. It's a good movie. I love the King Arthur. Any anything King Arthur medieval. Um, and if you hear him talk, he's more Australian, no British, UK. He's British, yeah. British, yeah. He has, and that's what I like about those characters that have to, like, I don't know how you say Americanize their accent. <laughs> it's so great to hear him do it. Um, but I love the show. Um, of course, Opie died. Spoiler alert was probably. Hey, hey, hey. Okay, spoiler alert. <laughs> when Opie died, I think <laughs> next to. I want to say from Breaking Bad, when um, Jane dies, is probably one of the most heartfelt moments for me. Oh, damn. Was that the thing that made you cry? 
yeah, it's really hard. Sad. I mean, when Opie dies, it's um, Jax Teller's like best friend, and then when Jane dies, that was like Jesse's only. At the time, was Jesse's like what do you call it? Music, his getaway mm-hmm. from, you know, what what uh, Walter White was doing, and then to find out that Walter White killed Jane, basically. Mm-hmm. Ooh, ooh. He didn't. He didn't save he, her. Yeah, he didn't save her, but he he could have. Yeah. But um. So is he, it his fault? No, I mean, we're not talking about that yet, but <laughs> I mean, played a part. Yeah. All right. But yeah, Opie Dine is probably one of the most heartfelt, tear jerking scenes in um, film series history, I think. You guys know my uh, cousins in Sons of Anarchy, right? Really? really? Yeah, Winter Avenue, Winter Avzoli. <laughs> oh. That, that, that's a very cool fact. That's a bullshit lie. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was, I, was say, I, was <laughs> I was like, oh shit, we got royalty on here. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I saw her name in the credits and I had to look about her about up. It, Josh? Huh? What do you think about it, Josh? I, I'm definitely like, that second part is like, for me, the second part of like that whole sense is like, I was mostly following Breaking Bad around and stuff. Like, when the show first came out, I seen a couple episodes and it's not really embarrassing but like i think like we had like my my mom had got like got rid of the cable for a little bit and then we got cable back and then i lost track of it so uh it's it's definitely like i have to go back and like watch and stuff with that like i'm like when i say i'm like i'm like early early season one stuff like that but yeah uh, people love it like whenever you're talking about like tv shows and stuff like that like, that's always a show that just, like, you could just be talking about anything. They're like, what about Sons of Anarchy? And you'd be like, wait, what? And they'd be like, Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> like, they have a very dedicated fan base. Like, they will, their voice will be heard. But, yeah, I, I was definitely more into, like, Breaking Bad, like, during that time. I'll be honest. I didn't watch Sons of Anarchy until probably, like, three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. And you, I'm like, did Frank, you watch the whole series? Yeah, we, me and Rebecca binge watched it, uh, and then we started doing Mayans a little after that too. And I think Mayans was already out, so it had to be a little more recent that I watched it. But <laughs> it took me a while to go watch Sons of Anarchy, and it's only because uh, my brother was religiously watching it from back then, and then he started rewatching it here at the house, and I caught where I want to say it was Ron Perlman beating the shit out of Katie Seagal. Yep. And I was like, wait, what the hell? (laughs) And that's when I started watching it. (laughs) You're not Peggy. (laughs) (laughs) Because I I, I was thinking about like, so like one of the courses, like throwing out marriage with children. But I didn't, but like you gave me like the perfect segue to bring up married <laughs> children. She actually uh, Easter egg married children with in the show. Um, I don't know what episode it is, but she says something around the lines of, oh, I'd rather wear a red wig or something like that. Oh, so she has, yeah. she has some Easter eggs in that from married with children. <laughs> she's actually, she's actually married, she's actually married to the director. Yeah, uh, as a uh, Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. Yep. 
Yeah, she's actually married to him. So mm-hmm. hmm. he he also worked on the shield. So it all goes. It all comes together, baby. This is true. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very true. And I think yeah, the, I like the director actually has a song on the soundtrack that she sings on with him. Well, didn't she, Katie Seagal do the theme? Uh, I'm not sure. Oh. I think the director did that theme. Because she, she does sing. I just remember that. She yeah. does sing. She's a yeah. singer. I was like, it all, I'm like, it all comes together, baby. Oh, yeah, Katie Seagal did Burn on the Wire. Uh, acting and singing in... Yeah, she performs the tracks for the show. <laughs> Peg Bundy for two decades now. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, she does... One, two... Yeah, she does several songs for the show. That was like a great, great, great actor right there. <laughs> Just to go from like, you know, Mary Children to like Sons of Anarchy and stuff like that. Two way different characters. Oh, definitely. You're going from white trash to fuck <laughs> you up, white trash. <laughs> Peggy wasn't cleaning. She wasn't cooking. She was just eating bonbons. <laughs> I love Mary Children. Um, <laughs> say that one more time. Is there another question with the, with the Patreon or the Patron? No, actually, but I was going to ask you guys who was one of your like favorite characters, who was your least favorite character from Sons of Anarchy? Ooh, favorite character. It's a tough one. That'd be... Um, um, you gotta take over this, but both of y'all gotta answer this. I, I'm not. I, <laughs> I think my favorite one has to be Bobby, because Bobby was always down. He was always down for whatever. And he was always a true, true. You know, would always you know try to back up the boys, whatever happened. You know. True. So I would have to go Bobby. Least favorite. I mean, are we talking just character in general, or at least uh, Sons of Anarchy? Like uh, just Sons of Anarchy. The, the biker gang, right? Least favorite biker gang. I would say Juice. I didn't like Juice that much. <laughs> what was wrong with Juice? I don't know. He was just a. <laughs> he was just a wuss, I guess. Like he he didn't know how to. First he tried to kill himself, and he couldn't even do that right. Uh, <laughs> well, he did. There's this te- like, I think it's like a there's like a cliffhanger where he um tried to hang himself with a chain, and then the tree, the branch breaks. It's because, and then the whole thing on why he wanted to kill himself is because he didn't know how to bring it up to his um to the other sons that he wasn't white yeah. or something like that. That are he was you, like half Puerto Rican or half I think it was half Puerto Rican. Am I right? Are you telling me this man tried to kill himself and it and the branch broke? Yeah, anchor man hang himself. It was like Anchorman 2 style. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about with Ron Burgundy and Charles to kill himself? Yep. This is, that made me... I, I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Back to Juice. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think my favorite character is Chibs. Okay. Just There's that loyalty there and he's trying to he's always trying to like 
calm shit down. He's probably the same as Bobby. Huh? He's probably the same as Bobby. Him and Bobby are kind of the same in that kind of realm. Loyalty and just, you know, trying to take the high road, just try and calm shit down. They're trying to keep everybody together. And Bobby's like the smart one. You know, he always wears his glasses and taking the notes and the books, and he's always keeping books and all that. Yeah, I got that vibe from him too. Like he's the he's the nerd of the group, and no, no, yeah. no, guys, look, let's do it this way. Yeah. And then uh, I think my least favorite character is uh, the sheriff. Sheriff oh, uh, Unzer. Oh, we're talking that. Yeah, I mean, no, Unzer's pretty cool. I mean, he was actually the backbone of them too. He was always covering for them and all that. I don't know I felt like the sheriff could have, like, he was always sticking his nose in shit that he didn't have to get into. <laughs> this is, the thing about the sheriff was he was, you know, sticking his neck out for them, but he also loved Gemma. Like, he was yeah. a big love for Gemma, so he tried to protect her at all costs. So, you know, he had to do that for Gemma, but then he actually had to have loyalty for the club. So he was, like, in a hard situation there. I think it stressed me out more than anything else is what it is. Yeah. But anyway, okay. So that's that's our character was a uh, Walton Goggins natural. <laughs> <laughs> Frank was sending me pictures. I was like, oh my God, who is that Walton Goggins and drags? And he was like, yep, and he's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Walton Goggins and drag is fucking amazing. I love it. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, enough. Let's get on with the show. All right. So, what do you guys think is the best, worst ending to a series? And I'll give you an example. The ending to Dexter pissed me (laughs) off. But I'm excited because they're bringing it back, and I saw the teaser for it. So, we'll see how how Dexter has evolved. I've never Mm. seen Dexter. But I heard about that, and oh man, people were so fucking mad. I'm like, if you, if you make a good show and you end bad, people will hate you, dude. That whole last season was just—I <laughs> felt like it was filler. And we watched it, and the episodes are 52 minutes, 58 minutes, so they're long episodes. And me waiting a week to see the fucking finale—the only thing left with that—I was like, man. Fuck y'all, this is, this doesn't make sense. It's not in the characters. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense. <laughs> He's a lumberjack. <laughs> <sighs> For me, it would have to be Game of Thrones because there, because uh-huh. does nobody have a better story than Bran? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, really? <laughs> Give me a fucking uh-huh. rock, I'll... I'll hit somebody with a better story. <laughs> I, I was one of them people like I felt like it things start to get kind of shaky, like season five when John comes back, and I was like, yo, man, shit is getting kind of shaky. And people, what are you talking about? This show is amazing. I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of see the end. I kind of see like the cr- it's like when you see a car crash finna happen. And I don't want to, like, years later, it's easy to be like that guy. But, like, I swear, like, but I, I, would talk to, I would talk to Frank about it. I'm, I'm like, yo, man, things are getting kind of off the rail here. <laughs> Did Game of yeah. Thrones switch writers or what happened? 
they ran out of source material. That's that's like the running excuse for like people. Yeah, it was like they yeah. The last season wasn't in any of his books. Yeah, like, uh, he, like George R. Martin, he's still <laughs> writing. He's still in the process of writing the books. Yeah. Yeah, and they're, they're still not done. Um, I think I mean you took it out of my mouth. I was gonna say that, Josh. The worst ending though for me, and it's not even hasn't even ended yet. It would have to be The Walking Dead. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. I don't know if that's fair or not. But I can't believe that people still watch the show. First of all. It's just the same. Sh- the people. I mean, it's still people still watch the show, am I right? Yeah. It's the same, yeah. same season over, and <sighs> I just, I think what they did wrong with the show is they, you know, they filmed themselves into a corner. They, they don't know how to. I don't know. There's no end plan to this story. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just keep going and walking. It's, it's basically like the walking in circles. It's the Walking Dead in circles. Yeah. And there's it, no it, it, ending. It, 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 it was a lot of legal stuff behind the scenes too with Frank uh, Dorgenbarth. They're, like they got to did the Shawshank Redemption, Green Mall, The Mist. Oh yeah, and like yeah, he did the first because you remember like like fucking season one is like I think six episodes. Yeah, it's it's great. And then like they wanted like season two to be cheaper, and then you know him and AMC like I think they're still in court fighting about that. And like they made it cheaper, and that's why you get like most of the season on Herschel's form. <laughs> with the way, with how long this this series has been going, you would think they could walk from Maine. They're on season to, eleven. Yeah, they could walk from Maine to all the way to California with that long they've been doing this season. <laughs> with how long they've been walking and everything, I don't know, man. It's just, I mean, it's having happened. It hasn't even happened yet, but it's like the like I have a feeling that's going to disappoint a lot of people when it finally ends. Um, but the seasons that have happened already that already ended, I would have to say, I, I want to say Breaking Bad because it left you on a cliffhanger that really? and that ended up having another like a movie to it uh-huh. with Jesse getting out of the hole and getting vengeance. But it left you on a cliff, cliffhanger. Like, did did Walter White die? Did he survive? Like, what happened with Walter White? Did he get up and run away? But then I guess all those answers got fixed in the movie. I was. That's interesting. Like I, I, I felt like Breaking Bad was one of the things. Like I was reading some, and they was like it kind of gave like fan service, and it did. But I, I, I thought it was like pretty definite. Like he was gonna like die there, and then like you see Jesse driving away in the El Camino. Like El Camino feel more like El Lapsy. Like it, the the story that told like after the ending. And Josh, you could probably even argue that Sopranos was a pretty bad ending. How it just went black. <laughs> well, uh, no, no. Or even Seinfeld was a pretty bad ending too. The the thing about the Sopranos and stuff like that, like it does, like I never saw the show, but I think I seen like the ending like back then because you know, like it's very easy to get catched up in and FOMO, the fear of missing out for anything. And I think I saw it, and, and like I thought, like everybody else did. Like the TV went out. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and but like watching the show and stuff like that, and then you know thinking about it, and, like reading about it, it's brilliant <laughs> because you, uh, Z- Zulu, you you're seeing the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know, like, cause like before then, so that he it's a scene where he talks with his brother-in-law about like what happens like when you die like you it's like you probably don't even hear it coming and then like they have another scene where a guy gets killed and like it goes silent 
And at the end, like, the guy comes through, well, like, his daughter comes through the door, and it goes blank. He hears and stuff like that. Like, you can take it as he dies, or, you know, he still has to, like, deal with, like, Corkett. Like, but this is the end of, like, the Soprano family and stuff like that. No matter what, if he lives or he dies, because he's facing a court case. Like, his his second in command is in a coma. Like, pretty much all of his people are, are, are dying. One of the guys in his crew is, like, turned into a state witness on him and stuff. It's, like, it, it's the end. I think I need to rewatch that last whole season of The Sopranos, but I don't remember too much of it because I was, what, in middle school probably? When I, <laughs> I shouldn't have been watching it, but I saw it. <laughs> but I don't remember too much of the ending. I just remember, um, I think it was my dad that was like, well, that's it. Like, <laughs> People are still mad. Like, you think people are mad about deaths and people are fucking... A lot of people are pissed. I, it, it got to the point so much, like, we're starting to get, like, reprisal. Like, some people was like, well, the end wasn't too bad. But, yeah, but, like, people thought the cable went out. People were just like, what the fuck is this? They was like, David Chase just gave us a big middle finger. He just told us, fuck you. <laughs> and the reason, like, it's still, like, so fresh in my mind still there because I just, like, rewatched the show uh, last year. Well, yeah. Uh, last year, I had just like rewatched it again and stuff like that. Brilliant. <sighs> All right, so we have a couple of different options for you guys to go complain with us that you don't agree. Um, what do you guys think is the best longest running TV show? Could be cartoon or <laughs> anything. Dead. Anything? Yeah, it could be anything. All right, you want to take this one? Or you want me to take it, Josh? Uh, you, you can go first. Do you want to do by success, or do you want to do like what we think by how successful a show is, or how what we think makes the show good? So there's two. Um, like, there's two different it, things you want. Like, what do you? I think mean, like longest run, like like thirty seasons of The Simpsons. Do you think that's the best longest running TV show? Or right. you take this? You one, know, Josh, like, do some research real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. So, so, while, while you looked up, I'll answer you. And you already gave my answer. I think, like, when I looked up all, like, the longest, I would definitely go, like, with the simplest from, like, what it did, like, back then, and to then, stuff like that. Like, you can always just, like, throw on the episode right now and just die laughing. Like, a couple of weeks ago, I was watching, like, the monorail episode. I was just dying laughing. <laughs> and, so, like, like, even, yeah. It ages well, then. Yeah. And, like, even, like, now, it, it's not probably, like, it. Like it's hype and stuff like that, but it, you definitely catch like some like gags and stuff like that that are always going on. But to me, like that's like the best longest running right there, and it's the easiest one to pick. All right, all right. How many years has the Simpsons been on? Uh, since nineteen eighty nine, it's got seven hundred and three episodes. Okay, mm-hmm. too many episodes. This has real quick. Hold on. I'm gonna shock you guys with something. <laughs> if I were to tell you. There's a show that's been on since 1993. Would you believe me? And it's still producing great numbers. It's still in the top top place on the Nielsen ratings. Would you believe me that it was always on top place? I think I'm going on a record this year, top place. So how many episodes you said um, Simpsons has? 703. Okay, how many seasons? Um, 32. 
Okay, this show I'm talking about has 28 years, 28 seasons with 1,457 number of episodes. What do you uh, think uh, that is? Yeah, but wrestling comes on more than once a week. <laughs> what do you think that is? Monday Night Raw, baby. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, this is something to do with wrestling. Nin- started in 1993. It's still going strong. It held number one, the number one place, I think, the past. I can't even remember. I, I It's just... It's just amazing what Vince McMahon has done with Monday Night Raw. And you said it could be anything. Hey, you, you, yeah. No, you said it could be anything, but it's 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 true. It's true. His, the oh. Nielsen ratings aren't lying about it. But I'm Are asking, do you think you're a little biased? No, no, I'm not, because it's, it's one of the most successful programs, series, shows in the history of television. That's a good answer. I'll give him it. And ironically, <laughs> me, and, me and Raw are the same age and... Raw is actually how I got here. So. (laughs) 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 I think. uh, It it, could have been a broken condom. But yeah, I was was like, wait a minute, 28? Raw? I'm 28. Raw? All right. (laughs) But um, I'm just saying, you you wanted me to say any show, and I just threw those facts out at you. Most successful show in the history of television. You can't argue that. Come on. No, I said, what is the best longest-running TV show? And I just said it. It's, it's on TV, and it's been the longest-running TV show probably in television. What else is longer-running than that? Okay, Frank, I'm not even going to argue with you on this. <laughs> I'm just saying, Josh, am I not making sense here? You, you make it. I don't like the most successful part, but I hear Yeah. You. It is the most successful. I didn't ask for successful. I said the best longest running TV show. And it is. It's the best in my opinion, it's probably the best longest running TV show. Okay. And it's like you say, everybody's entitled to their opinion, but sometimes it's wrong. I'm sorry your guys' opinions are wrong. <laughs> I'm just throwing you facts. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I just threw you facts. I got the research. I threw you facts. Twenty eight years, one thousand I I'm not gonna throw the facts anymore, but I'm just saying that's yeah, it's just another fake TV show. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> breathe, Frank. Breathe. Are you still there? Mm-hmm. I hurt you? Mm-hmm, I'm fine. <laughs> um, okay. Real simple. Real quick. Do you guys have a guilty pleasure TV show like American Idol or... Something that's like kind of cheesy that you don't want people to know that you watch. Oh, uh, for me, it was also last year. Well, I had a friend, she suggested she would always be watching. She's like, You gotta watch it, you gotta watch it. And eventually, I did. And I, I, I'm surprised I enjoyed it. It's like it's seven seasons, it has like two or yeah, it has a couple spinoffs. I haven't watched spinoffs, but the Vampire Diaries, I have saw every episode. <laughs> Really? It's like a nice every episode. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, I have. And then w- w- when I was watching the first episode, I was like, "Holy shit! This is actually like surprisingly like a little scary." I was like, "Cause it, it's made by <laughs> Kevin Will uh, the, the guy that did Scream. Like, I wasn't expecting like the opening to like come on with murder. Then like they drink a lot of blood. Like it, it, it it's pretty bloody for like just a regular like uh television show because it come on uh, it used to come on like the CW I was like man they, they fucking drink blood by the pound on this on this show <laughs> okay so, but... Frank you got one yeah what would I tell you guys okay there's a show that I watch guys you know 
beefed out, you know, muscular, you know, starting fights with other guys, girls with out of world personalities. Oh, what do you think I'm talking about? Futurama. No. <laughs> catchphrases. You have the catchphrases <laughs> and everything. You have like the entrance music and all that. Uh, Jersey Shore. I mean, come on, man. Oh. Jersey Shore in back in the day. Come oh, on, man. man. I thought Frank was hijacking this show to his wrestling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I was like, yo, are we, are we a wrestling podcast now? Oh, shit. I was like, I, I don't know much, but I know a lot about uh, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. I was like, let's do it. <laughs> No, no, okay, I'm okay. Out of okay, I, I watched Jersey Shore. I was a big fan of Jersey I, Shore. I did too. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's like an ultimate. Like, this, while you're watching it, you're just getting pumped up. You know, you're drinking, and then it's a night out on the town. Do, and do you remember all the controversy? Like when, like that first season came out. Yeah, the like whole... they were uh, Italian Americans. They were upset at the Guido name, and they was like, all they do is drink and fight and stuff like that. And I was like. I understand that's an offensive stereotype. So I was like, but this shit is aggravating. I was like, I can't stop looking. <laughs> I was like, the caps are here. Everything with that on that show is freaking just funny. And it's just like, it's like to the point where people are re-watching the shows. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'll go on YouTube and just watch the best of Jersey Shores while I'm getting ready to like, you know, go out and pound some few beers or something. <laughs> you know, get myself pumped up, you know. What about the punch right around the world? Oh, yeah. With the schnooky? No, I, we won't talk about that. I felt so bad for her when that shit happened, man. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then you have the situation crying with his little neck brace and all that. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot so much because I, I, I think the first season came out like t- 2009. No, yeah. earlier than that, you know? No, it was 2009. Yeah. 2009, okay. Yeah, because I, I was I was like 16, so just like watching. I was like, oh man, this is fucking amazing. <laughs> and uh I, I haven't seen like the revival, like them being older right now. I, I don't want to hear like they problems what they had like after the show. <laughs> like I think the situation had tax troubles. I'm like, oh, you, I hope you and your lawyer figure that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I think like uh Jay Wall has a kid or Snooky has a kid or whatever. I was like, I was like, man, this shit is depressing. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a good answer for you. I'm, I'm like, you, you had me there for a second. Yeah, right. right. They had me in the first half for a second. <laughs> uh, so my guilty pleasure is uh, the OC, and I'm fucking rewatching it again. Okay. No shame. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. The later <laughs> seasons get a little. They call you. It produced one of the best theme songs, I guess, in the history of television. <laughs> Dude, I, I used to sing that shit at the top of my lungs uh, in the back with Antoine at Peter Viper. I love that song. I love that band. Phantom Planet's such a good band. Yeah. Some lady even was like, you boys sing really well. And then she left. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, she, yeah. she, she just came to get her pizza. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I'm a big Phantom Planet But Phantom Planet is a really good band I suggest we we should have a Phantom Planet jam soon. Do they got like a documentary or something we can watch? I don't know, but they're really good <laughs> I agree Alright, so that's our guilty pleasures um, I'll start with Josh on this one 
What is your most slept on series on TV? Oh. I already know what he's going to say. I have like a like a little short list. Can I say the names? <laughs> yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, one, Mister In Between. It comes oh, on okay. FX. It's an Australian like uh, crime drama. It follows a guy named Ray. He's kind of like a fixer, like for like a criminal organization stuff like that. And he's also like trying to raise his daughter. That's good. Two, Atlanta. Ooh. I try to get as much people out, man, to follow the coat of Donald Glover. <laughs> you guys got me watching Atlanta. Oh, yes, we got one, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Love that shit. Uh, I was like, yes. Three would be Killing Eve. It's a BBC show. It's a British podcast. Uh, four, The Leftovers. HBO. Phenomenal show. Five, Eastbound and Down. I don't know if you guys like ever saw that. Oh uh, yeah, Kenny Powers. I did. Yes. Yeah. You know, I, I, and I'm not even one of them people who would be like, "Man, that show could never." Be that. But when I hear people like that show could never be, I'm like, "What the fuck you mean?" But this show literally probably couldn't be made now. <laughs> A lot of shows now back then couldn't be made now. And like yeah. the last season of this was like 2013, and like just to show you, okay, so it follows a former like baseball pitcher like as he's like and he becomes like a gym teacher and then later on like the last season he's working at like at a car dealership or like he's back on the car and he he goes on to be like a sports journalist and he tries to get his friend to come back to him his friend named stevie who has married a heavyset hispanic woman they have had uh four kids and kenny power has like two kids and, and he tells him, he, he's like, Kenny, I got, he's like, I got four kids. And he's like, whoa, 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 dog, you got four Mexican kids. I got two white kids. And he was like, four Mexican kids got to equal two uh, white kids. And that's a whole, that, that's a, uh, it also has another scene where he, where he quits his job and he starts to like build a pool. And his wife is like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm like Django Unchained, not this motherfucker. I signed my own freedom papers. <laughs> Uh, I gotta go rewatch that, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking about it too. It's only like twenty-eight episodes. Uh, I will, um, yeah, there's only what four seasons. Yeah, about. And <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll continue, but yeah, uh, uh, like another one. It's, it's also the last season where, like, he he uh, when he becomes like a sports journal, he has money and like he hires like. Uh, a short person to act like an elf around Christmas time to like record his kids open gift and the short person is like talking and he he was like he's like uh-uh motherfucker this ain't the DGA you, it's on, you better just shoot that shit and be quiet basically like I forgot what director he calls him but he was like you ain't that uh the sixth show The Good Place I think like it kind of flew under the radar stuff like that because it 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 didn't reach as it didn't become as popular as like Brooklyn Nine Nine and The Office, but it's to me it's just as good. Seven Insecure, Issa Rae, uh, HBO series that follows like you know uh, a black awkward woman. Eight Nathan for you, which is came on Comedy Central. It, it would be like a guy named Nathan. He would come up with ideas for companies like. The biggest one I remember was like Starbucks. His idea was dumb Starbucks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nine would be High Fidelity. The 
I guess you can like slight remake they made with Zoe Kravitz. I finally got around to that. That was great. And Ten would be a show I was just watching the other day as uh, I was going back through Masters of None. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you already said one of mine with the leftovers. Really good show. Um, the other one I would say is Arrested Development. Ooh, yeah. I mean, it didn't really get a lot of you know playtime, but mm. Alan produced such good comedy. Um, they gave us Bateman, right? That's the name. Stephen is it Stephen Bateman? Oh, uh, Jason Bateman. Jason, yeah, Jason Bateman. Bateman. Okay. Yeah, they gave us Jason Bateman, which is probably going to be another question on you know that we have that you have for us. Mm. Um, 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 but yeah, I mean, I don't have a whole list, but um. Uh, I think the rest of the development probably went number one. Okay. You just I remember watched that last month, I think. It, it's 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 brilliant coming. I I remember like when I was a kid and like it was like when it was coming on Fox, it was just a fucking show that I was just like to get through to like The Simpsons and Family Guy. I was like, whatever, <laughs> I don't care. And then like a few years ago, I watched it. And I was just like, man, this is brilliant. My favorite. Well. Two of my favorite gags is one, uh, like every time something like sad, it's an episode where every time something sad happens, and like George Michael, he does like the Charlie Brown walk. Yeah. It's like, dun, 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 yes, yeah. I think George Michael yeah. is a great character. <laughs> and he walks by, and you see a dog like that's supposed to be like Snoopy laying on the house. And then uh, George Michael Sr., or, or I mean, the dad, he does, he's in Mexico and he doesn't do something. And his head goes down too. Like if it, it, it's just a funny gag. And I like the the never nudes. There's dozens of us. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Zulu? What are some of your underrated shows? Definitely Atlanta, and I thank you guys for making me watch that because it's fucking hilarious and the writing is great. Yes. Um, <laughs> The Shield. Very nice. Like, gritty cop mm-hmm. movie or cop series. Mm-hmm. Super, super bad cop, like, double crop. It's it's amazing. I don't, if you haven't watched The Shield, go check it. I think it's on Hulu. I believe sure. so. But, uh, yeah, The Shield and. Uh. uh I'm probably going to remember after we're done recording, but those are the two that come to mind like straight off the bat. Atlanta and the Shield. Okay. Very good and stuff like that. Like, uh, I saw like the last season of the Shield when it came out and it made me like go get like the first two seasons DVDs. Like, like literally on my ship, I have like the first two seasons. <laughs> if anybody breaks into my house, they probably think they're going to get like all the seasons of the shield and be highly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh shit, I'm going to like steal all seasons of the shield. I only two. Ah, oh, shit. It's, just, it's escaping me the last one that I want to. Oh, I, I remember. It was uh, actors that blew up. Oh, no, I'm talking about my damn TV show. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Jumping ahead, sorry. Was, was it an HBO show? No. Um, I think Band of Brothers would probably be one, too. 
even though I've never seen it, but I'm hearing the good stuff about that one. Oh, that, that question's next. Yeah. <laughs> the son of a... Oh, Justified. God, I'm an idiot. Yes! Thank you. <laughs> yes! 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 Justified. I'll... Oh, man, I love Justified. Like, FX got some fucking hits, man. FX really does, and I like that it's not the same Fox or ABC sitcoms like they're gritty television shows with a lot of story and characters that you grow to love so when they die you you almost cry mm-hmm. you, you really do but yeah the shield and justified and atlanta are my my top three yeah that's what i'm talking about man okay frank now we can go to best limited series <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to start? Whoa, whoa. Was it, would you like to start that off? Because I know. Yeah, I'll start little. this one. What would be considered uh, a limited series? Short, like Chernobyl. You know, you have that oh, one man. season, mm-hmm. so many episodes, and that's it. That's such a great show, um, Chernobyl. Yeah, I'm like torn between Band of Brothers and Chernobyl, and they're both HBO series. Oh, that's true. I think HBO does a really good job with those. They do. Um, with those short series on. Barry, like Josh is always into Barry. Uh, Watchmen was really good. Uh, Barry's a TV show. Okay. Yeah. What about Watchmen? And, that's a little bit well, that, that, that That's my answer for like uh, best limited series, Watchmen. That's. Uh, ha, have you saw like all of it? Me? No. Yeah, uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I have. I, I love the Hooded Justice episode. Like, I haven't seen. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but just like reading about it, like some of the things that it touches, like dealing with like trauma and like black people and black trauma and stuff like that. I think Watchmen, it touches on it, like with the Tulsa race riots, like uh, Black Wall Street and like trying to be like a hero and stuff like that. And uh, dealing with the uh, it did the squid from the uh, the graphic novel, like the thing that people said couldn't be pulled off, like in the movie and stuff like that, they showed the fucking squid attack. It's just a great, phenomenal, limited series and stuff like that. Like, it's one of the things, like, you would hope they would make a season two, but when they uh, when David Lingard said he was done, he was like, all right, it, it, it's perfect. You don't have to do no more. Regina King is great in it. Sorry about this, Zulia. We we kind of took that over. I know you. Oh no, know. I thought. Yeah. I thought the connection dropped because it just went totally silent. Mm-hmm. No. So we're we're going we'll be quiet and let you like answer your answer and stuff like that. So Frank, is, is Watchmen your best? Yeah, show? I would have to say Watchmen. Yeah. It's such a good show. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's mine too. Yeah, I'm adding this I would to have my to list. Also say... I got to go check it out. Well, yeah, I have to say, I mean, me personally, I mean, no, I know it wasn't meant to end so quickly, but Glow is so good too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glow, serious? Yeah, it's, it, it, it's on. It's on Netflix. It was a. Yeah. It, it didn't get renewed. It should have gotten renewed for like its final season. Mm-hmm. I'm a little disappointed that it is. Um, if you don't know what Glow is, it's called the Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. It basically follows an all women's wrestling show. Um, they went from like 
just producing, just trying to find a job to like becoming a big um, staple in the Vegas um, scene. Mm-hmm. Such a good oh. show, though. Glow, glow. Such a good not show. Glow. No, Glow. Yeah. With uh, uh, Alison uh, Brie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I saw a Glow. I heard Blow. I was like, wait, Blow. Oh, no, 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 I'm talking Glow, Glow. <laughs> no, no, Glow. I mean, it was, I think it only has like, what, three, four seasons, but it was meant to yeah. have like a, a final season, which I'm so disappointed yeah. that they, uh, and now people are asking them to just make one, you know, you know, like a GoFundMe. I think there was like a GoFundMe just to like try and make the last season. I would, I would definitely would like to see like the end of that. Yeah, but, it was uh, such a good show. Uh, Zuli, what's your best limited series? Uh, I'm telling you, I think I'm between Band Brothers and uh, Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably do uh, Band of Brothers because I'm a nerd for that World War II history. Mm-hmm. And then I like that they shot it on film, so you still had like, there's weird light leaks on it. There's this like super intense grain sometimes on the the lower lit scenes like it just it's shot well and then i like that it kind of follows different characters throughout the entire i think it's nine total episodes but the one that sticks out to me is when they head to that uh it's after bastone they go to some town and then they find the concentration camp and that's the one that like that that sits with me like real vivid uh, uh, yeah i've definitely like uh been meaning to check that like i saw the pacific which i thought was pretty great uh i know they're they're, they're making another like uh limited series like that's like kind of like in that universe i think it's like it, it might deal with like aviation but i'm not like 100 percent sure i kind of like glanced at it yeah <laughs> it's uh it's based on the royal air force and the eighth royal air force okay uh like like you said like H- <laughs> hbo uh they you know they always have like great limited so, like I, I i i saw like the first season of true detectives and that was almost my oh yeah stuff like that like that Matthew McConaughey, Woody Harris at the top of their game, and that was just phenomenal television. Just watching that week after week to the end and stuff like that. But I would, uh, like uh, when me and Frank were talking about stuff like that, like Watchmen just kind of goes up like that. Uh, that hooded justice episode, like just to see, because in the comic and stuff like that, you never know like who he is and stuff like that. But Watchmen, it's at like thirty. Four years after the original story, so like after the comic is dealing with this in Tulsa, and it deals with a lot of like uh, after Rorschach Journal's been turned in, it's kind of been like interpreted by a far right organization, <laughs> and yeah, and they're going around like you know, and uh, superheroes have been outlawed, so like you know the cops are wearing masks and stuff like that, and then. Uh, Regina King's character, like she meets her grandpa and stuff like that. And then back then it was like it was known he was hooded justice. And like so he was the first superhero and stuff like that. Then he gets recruited to the Watchmen and the guy over like the I guess you could say like the the leader of it and stuff like that. Like he tells him he was like, they must never know that you're a black guy, because you know, this was like back then during that time. So he 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 has like white makeup under his eyes and stuff like that. 
And that was just a great episode. Like it, it follows her like taking his memory pills. So she's seeing his memory and like it's slipping in. Like some scenes is Regina uh, King talking and then like the camera like goes to another character and come back and then like it's a grandpa like as a young man and stuff like that. It's it, it's great. I highly recommend it. I think I'm going to have to. This sounds interesting. I'm reading on it too. And yeah, it's going on my list. Yeah. All right, next question. Uh, do Are there any actors or actresses who you guys think really stepped out during their roles on TV and made it huge as movie stars afterwards? Hell yeah. I can't think of one right now. The biggest mm. one probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I can, probably the biggest one. Think about it. What I what would you guys say if I told you there was a Samoan guy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh shit! Frank, remember how I muted you earlier? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not talking about him. <laughs> but um, I'll start off, I guess. Um, Chris Pratt has to be one. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Be, I mean, yeah. he started what? I, I don't know if he came out. With, I didn't know about him until Parks and Rec. I don't know if he mm-hmm. came out with anything before that. But after Parks and Rec, he started coming out in uh, Jurassic Park, and then he came out in um, The Guardians of the Galaxy, and mm-hmm. hey, he's just a, a, a household name now. Um, like I said, Jason Bateman gave uh, Arrested Development because gave us Jason Bateman, um, uh, Lakeith. Yes, um, he came out from Atlanta. Of course, he had a short term twelve. Yeah. Um, and then these two—I don't know if you guys are gonna count these two. One is John Berthnall. He was from The Walking Dead. Okay. Yeah, um, okay, yeah. After that, he came out in uh, Wolf of Wall Street as the crazy coked-up dude. Uh-huh. And they kind of blew up from there. And then the other one, this is going to be like the one, like, what the hell, is uh, John Krasinski from The Office. Okay. After, after he, oh, yeah, he did that, he came. Yeah, he was more of a director after that. But mm-hmm. I mean, he has a good mind for directing. I mean, A Quiet Place was such a uh, thriller. Like, you know, That's I like true. that. I love that movie. I'm, now, I'm I think, is he directing part two? Yeah, I believe so. And yeah, those guys. I like what you said about John Bernal and stuff like that. Like that—that that is like one of. Whenever he shows up in the movie, you know, like the next couple of minutes, it's gonna be like really tense, or just you're gonna see a lot of great. And he just—he just looks like he'll beat up everybody. Uh, mine's would have to be one Elizabeth Moss. She's known as the queen of peak TV. You had her in Mad Men. You had her in Top of the Lake, The Handmaiden Tale. And she, you know, she's been in some movies like Us, but I think Invisible Man is going to probably like take her to like another level in her career. Yeah, I was going to say. Like she is just phenomenal in that movie and in Mad Men. Uh, Walter Goggins, The Shield. Sons mm-hmm. of Anarchy, Justified, which we said was very uh, also underrated. So on the on the film side, he came out in Django Unchained, The Hateful Eight, and another interesting thing that I like about watching uh, Coggins is that he started off in like these really dark shows, and now he's branching out to comedies, like yeah. Vice, Vice Principal, The Righteous Gemstone, also underrated, and he. <laughs> He, he and he's like a star. I haven't seen, him, but like he's like he's got his own like lead show like on CBS, The Unicorn. I have not uh, checked that one out, but I keep seeing the previews for it, and yeah. I want to watch. Yeah, like, it just looks like a nice, funny show. 
these these next three are kind of like cheating a little bit. Like three is George Clooney. <laughs> Started off as like yeah, ER out of sight from dust to dust. Yeah, he, he's a movie star. He's a movie star. We don't got to bring up Batman, but he was. <laughs> I was like, yeah. uh, four for me would be Jodie Comer. She's like I think she will be a huge star. She is uh, on Killing Eve. She plays an assassin on there. Just a fun, fun Russian assassin. She, she does different accents. She's very... Uh, she's completely different assassin than what you have seen before. And she has two big movies coming out that got pushed back because of COVID. Uh, Free Guys with Ryan Reynolds. And The Last Duel with like Matt Damon, uh, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver. And my last one would have to be Bill Hader from SNL. But okay. Barry, Barry should bring him up a notch. He co-created Barry he co-created. Really should bring him up a notch. Yeah. He co-created. He directed some episodes. And I could like see him being like a good like movie director in the future if he chooses to go that way. Cause I I remember reading like when like Barry was like the second season came out. And saying, like, you know, he originally went to Los Angeles to become a film director. And then I was like, damn, out of, you know, he ended up on SNL, killed it. And then, like, I didn't even, like, bring up, like, some of the comedies he'd been in, like, Trainwreck, <laughs> super bad. Uh, it's, it's, it's all about, like, Bill Hader's has been in, like, tons of, like, comedies over the years. So uh, I think, like, you know, that was and stuff like that, but. That, that also got me thinking of stuff like that, like three shows that have had like, uh, what well, second season have went up a notch? Atlanta, that second season. Barry, that second <laughs> season. And Mr. In-Between, that second season. So that's another one I think like you guys should add on your list. Mr. In-Between, like the third season comes out May 22nd. <laughs> so I, it, it's on Hulu. And so we got time to catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I I would say Barry and Mr. In Between is a fantastic doubleheader. How long are the episodes for Mr. In Between? I was maybe like thirty. Oh, I can knock that up tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, 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 and I'm looking forward to the. Thing. <clears throat> oh my, I'm like, oh shit, this is brilliant. And uh, uh for mine. Well, uh, you, you know, the actor, uh, Joel Nolston, like he played in like Warrior. Uh, he, he was the brother like that fought. Uh, Tom Hardy. So Joel Eagleton, he 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 was in Attack of the Clones, but like I think like he was like younger. He was in Black Mass, The King. Uh, I, I, it's, I'm trying to think of like some stuff you guys seen. Like you, you have seen him and stuff, but I'm trying to think of like something like really big. But I, I just keep thinking about Warrior. He was the main character in Warrior, and he was fighting, you know, against Tom Hardy. Like that was his brother. He was also in The Great Gatsby. But his brother is like uh, a director on Mister In Between <laughs> and stuff like that. Right, I gotta check that one out too. So, uh, what about Aubrey Plaza, y'all? Ooh, she's did. Did she really blow up? I don't after Parks and Rec. 
she's been doing a lot more movies. Mm-hmm. She just did what is it? Uh, Palm Springs, I think, with um, Andy Samberg. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that uh, one was it was all right. It wasn't mm-hmm. great, but it was bad. What are talking about? Like like blockbuster blow up, like 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 Chris Pratt and. No, Chris Pratt's on that list, but I'm saying like they started in TV and then they made that switch to. Do I know who was the big blow up? Movie. Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, what you, yeah. What you think about? He came out of beating himself up, and then he became an actor. What about Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Freaks and Geeks. Yeah. Well, you yeah. can say all those characters on Freaks and Geeks. Mm-hmm. But I will say, like with uh, Ange- uh, uh, Ezra Plaza and stuff like that, like. Uh, it's a movie on Hulu with like Christian Bell that she came in. Well, not Christian Bell, Christian Stewart that she's on and stuff like that. And it's called Happiest Season. And like she has a very like pretty good part in there that I enjoyed. Then, uh, well, I was going to give you The Rock because I mean, <laughs> how can you not deny The Rock? He went from being just a wrestler to this. Just a wrestler. Huge, just a wrestler. Huge movie star. You're saying yeah. just a wrestler. He's the number yeah, one movie star. Just a wrestler. The number one action movie star. I mean, his roles are all the same. They didn't try and cover up his tattoo, but I'm just saying. But come, <laughs> come on, Frank. Come on. Let's, let's be real, Frank. I think the first... I remember when The Rock started the movies and stuff like that. It was the fucking Scorpion King. Well, it, no, it was like mm-hmm. the, uh, the... It was the like, Scorpion it, King. Yeah. No, no. At first, it was no. the mummy where he was It was the, the mummy. Yeah. yeah. He had like a 10 second cameo. Yeah. Um, the so it was like, it was, yeah, it was like the mummy too. Where he was a scorpion kid. Nobody expected him to be this big. I did. No, you okay. didn't. When I was a little, yeah, when I was little, I was like, oh man, this guy's gonna be the next, the next, um, the next Chuck Norris or something. <laughs> the next, I did. <laughs> and then a couple years later, he was in Walking Talk with a big stick. <laughs> walking Talk. What else was he in? I can name off the two story. I like Faster. Faster's pretty good. Like that's just a nice little crime thriller. Which one's the one where he was a truck driver trying to save his son? That's a good one. Ah oh, man. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forget. He's a good he's a good actor. I think he is. But just in his most recent roles are more like so generic, more like ugh, like, like a muscle head dude, I guess. Okay. At least John Cena's at least John Cena's trying to like portray like different kind of Characters in his movies. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about Bradley Cooper? Yeah, what was he in? Went out American Summer, and then now he's mm-hmm. doing all these all these other movies and he, singing and. I never saw him in that wet hot American Summer. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's, it's like a like satire of like coming of age summer movies and stuff. Uh-huh. Like all of the people are like thirty years old, but they play teenagers. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I think the movie you were talking about, Frank, was Snitch. Okay, that's a good one. And then you know, like he say whatever you want about Fast and the Furious and stuff like that, but he was in Fast Five and that took that shit up a level. <laughs> yeah, he ruined the. He was like the Sonny Ono of the Fast and the Furious movies. Yeah, it's only so much you can do with like car racing. <laughs> is it Sonny Ono, right? <laughs> Who is it? That's that her name from the Beatles. She basically broke up the family. Uh, uh, <laughs> Yoko Ono. Yoko, Yoko Ono. Yeah, Sonny Ono's a wrestling manager. You see him all in his <laughs> wrestling. You got me in the wrestling mode now. 
I, I would say, like, if you got, like, a franchise that needs, like, that's on life support and it needs, like, a jump to rock, that's because I was looking, I was like, yo, he did G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's the second one. Like, uh, like when G.I. Joe came out, people was like, yeah. Then G.I. Joe Retaliation, <laughs> people was like, all right, that's a little bit better. <laughs> so, I was like, yeah. Um, and my last one is... uh. John Hamm, just because I liked Mad Men, and then I started yes. seeing him in the movie. So, yes, he. I think he could be bigger if he wanted to. Like he, he. he I feel like he Batman. does it on purpose. Yeah, he could be Batman, but he, you know, he he said he's too old for because he has the chin. He could be Superman. I I see him more as a Superman than a Batman. Yeah, and like. He, He's got comedic presence and stuff like that. Like he is hilarious as the dick and uh, bridesmaid. But yeah, I was oh, oh man, I'm a big fan of John Hamm and stuff like that. So uh, you know what exactly what I was talking about with Elizabeth Moss on Mad Men too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like oh yeah, but I I, I don't think like. I think he's like okay with like where he is and stuff like that. I, I don't, I don't see him going to like a big like franchise movie. But like it's, good. and I'm not even like a person that would be like, yo, this person should like do this and that. But like he, 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 he could be Batman or Superman if he wanted to. I feel like he wants to fly under the radar just to kind of maintain some side of the normalcy. Yeah, because he's really good in his roles. Like he's he's phenomenal. But then he kind of takes on these bigger movies like, uh, what is it, The Town yeah. or Million Dollar Arm, I think. Mm-hmm. And it, it's still like you can kind of feel like he's holding on to the reins and he doesn't want to let go. Because I think he could be like a really good actor in, in some dramas or some thrillers or something. And like really, he, I think he'd do really, really well, man. Like, ah. I'd like to see him in some bigger stuff, but hey. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, okay, next question. And this one should be pretty simple. If you could have one streaming service, which one would it be and why? Uh, Peacock, because it has a WWE network on there now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, Here we go. <laughs> uh, no, I would have to go HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Because it's about to have AEW on. I'm just kidding. Um, HBO Max because it has um, all those hubs on it, like different hubs. You have the AMC channel, the Cartoon Network channel. You have the Adult Swim channel. You have the the, the Crunchyroll channel, the HBO channel, the original mm-hmm. channel. You have Studio GB's channels, yes. which is great movies too. Um, so yes. I'd have to go HBO Max. But yeah. first, would have to be Peacock because of the. <laughs> <laughs> to, to me, yeah, it, it's HBO Max because of like all of the classic HBO shows: The Wire, The Sopranos, uh, and then the other shows, Leftovers, and then like they have like newer shows come like like you. To, I grew up at the altar of HBO, like that was like that's how I knew we made it when we could afford like HBO. <laughs> Josh was disappointed when it didn't have a G string divas and <laughs> bad confession <laughs> and real sex. You, 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 I, 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 I saw those things growing up. You, you joke. What, what was the, what, what was the porn star name? It was like Kim 
something. It was like Kim something confessions. And like she, it was, she was she would sit up on the stage like on a stoop naked, and like she would answer questions and give you, like uh, she, advice. She was from um, Second Marie Make a Porno. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I was, I was what's like, her freaking name? She was a porn star, but yeah, she was a porn I was like, star, but she was very what was helpful. Her name? <laughs> she was very helpful. She taught me how to please a woman. I'm gonna get you her name right now. But yes, I'm looking it up. I was like that. That was a thing. Was it Katie Morgan? Elizabeth? There you go. Yeah, no, Katie, it's Katie Morgan. Kate, yeah, it was like I think it was like Katie Morgan uncensored yeah. or something like that. But yeah, she she would be naked sitting on a stool, and like she would like I think like answer questions and give like sex advice. <laughs> I type in Katie Morgan HBO and don't do it. <laughs> well, no, there's. I don't want to look up your, your search history later. Because there's Katie Morgan's Sex Tips, Questions oh. Anyone, but it was it a might, TV movie. That might have been it. And then you have Katie Morgan on Sex Toys. Oh. And Katie Morgan's Sex Specials TV Showtime. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, th- that's it. Uh, Katie Morgan's Sex Tips, Questions Anyone. Yeah, and so, it on, yeah. on uh, VHS somewhere. <laughs> no, because I looked at it. It's a summer <laughs> Yeah, they said some of which she would host completely naked except for a pair of high heels. Yep, they didn't say nothing about the stew. Maybe I'll imagine the stew. <laughs> Maybe I'll imagine that, but yeah, I was like, it was, I was like, I was tuning that. I was, it wasn't what I was tuning in for, but I was like, man, that's, that's going to help me one day. <laughs> Damn, Josh, I was back in 08. <laughs> oh, <a> Chino. <laughs> Hey man, <laughs> Cinemax will turn to like Skinemax like like at a weird time at 9 p.m. <laughs> on a fucking Tuesday night. <laughs> quick, 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 very quick story. Very quick. So my mom was she was going down the TV. This is like yeah, this is like back oh oh eight oh nine maybe ten. <laughs> and I know you're thinking like damn, that's like that's a, that's kind of a distance, but yeah. And my mom's going through. She doesn't know anything about Skinemax. And she turns to what she thought was King Kong, but it oh, was Kinky yeah. Kong. <laughs> I saw it. I was like, yo, no, 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 no. And she turns <laughs> and it's like, and it's like, you know, a Godzilla version. And, and I think like a woman going at it a little bit. You know, it's skin to make, so it's like softcore porn, but it was just like, no, 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 no. She was like, she was like, I thought it was King Kong. I was like, eh, it's Kinky Kong. <laughs> I, I, th- I think Ooh, it got my I think it got my mom twice like Kinky Kong and like Spider Bait. <laughs> hey man, it's better than King Dong or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was like, "Oh no, no, that's not what I wanted to turn to." And like I'm just watching it, like, "No, don't turn, it, don't turn to Kinky Kong, don't turn to Kinky Kong." She's turning to Kinky Kong. <laughs> She's thinking it's King Kong. You know what I'm scarred for life on was uh, on Taxi Cab Conventions. I saw this lady. She was like, oh, I'm always lactating. And her guy was super into it. So he fucking leans over and just starts drinking out of her tit. And I was like, whoa, what? Like, why Why is this? No. Because it's like middle school me. I'm still innocent and not doing the kinky shit. But I was like, oh, well, okay. I guess we're doing this now. <laughs> Like this podcast took a turn, <laughs> but 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 burned uh, into my fucking mind. 
it, it, it would be HBO Max. Like I said, like I grew up on the altar of HBO. Like I love the shows. They have shitload of classic movies on there. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like all the original Godzillas with the guy in the suit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, and, oh, I'm like, yeah, he's in a rubber suit, but this is like an uh, 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 analyst on the on the nuclear war that America did in Japan. I was like, it's a fucking guy in a rubber suit. <laughs> 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 and, hey, yeah, this is this is, uh, uh, and this is about like Hiroshima and Big Boy and stuff like that. And I was like, it's a guy in a rubber suit. Like I, I'm pretty sure like it has those things in there, but it's a guy in a rubber suit. Like let's not lie about that. <laughs> Yeah. So, what would your uh, streaming service be? Oh, I'm with you guys. HBO Max because it's got everything. It's got old TV shows, new TV shows. Mm-hmm. The series that HBO comes out with are amazing. Don't mm-hmm. I don't think there's one series that I've just kind of like dipped my feet into that I haven't finished yet. Mm-hmm. So they're all really, really captivating. They're written well. Like they're. I can just... tell. You... Uh huh. Sorry. They're they're just done to movie standard, I guess. Like they're always it looks high budget even if it's not. I have another sitcom. Well not sitcom, but TV show to add for you guys. All right. That I love. Curve your enthusiasm. Okay. I've never seen one episode. I've actually started watching it when I got um HBO Max, I think that's on there. It's fucking hilarious. And I like and I never like saw Seinfeld, but it, it's like a more outstra- uh, outrageous version of uh, Larry, uh, Larry's, uh, shit, I forgot his name. Larry David. Larry David, yeah. yeah. And like how pissed off and all things that he gets and stuff like that. Like, uh, just a quick example, like him and his wife were at the movies and he's whistling this uh, German composer, Wagner, I guess, who didn't like Jewish people. And it was a guy, he's like, are you whistling this? And he's like, oh, I'm whistling Bye Bye Baby or something like that. He's like, you whistling Wagner? He's like, are you Jewish? And he was like, yeah, I am. He's like, you a self-hating Jew. And he was like, I hate myself, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with being Jewish. <laughs> it's, it's hilarious. Uh, I, I have a question for y'all. Shoot. Do you think we are in peak TV and stuff like that, like with all the streaming services and all the content, like it gets a little tiring sometimes, like fatigue, like you just, it, it's so many shows coming out. Um, no, what gets tiring is when you get onto a show too late and then you think a show is so interesting and then you just have to binge watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, a good example is what I just did few past two weeks three weeks four weeks I, say. <laughs> um, I started watching modern family mm-hmm. and i couldn't well, i didn't watch anything else besides modern family and i missed out on so many movies you know so many shows you know that i have to now yeah. catch up on only because i was so invested in modern family mm-hmm. <laughs> and as you know as silly as modern family is i mean it makes you invested in it mm-hmm. and i think that's what's turning when you get into a show too late and you have to like go back and catch up to those shows Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. What about you, Zuli? I'm looking at it from a different perspective, and I think if a network isn't on 
this COVID train where they're going to put out new content because they know you're home. Mm. They're they're kind of doing the wrong thing. So I think there's way too much shit out there for us to watch. Yeah. Sometimes I feel the same. Like it, it, and everything is just trying to like grab your eyeballs. So because I can forget about like uh, the Amazon series Invincible. Like sometimes like I forget about. I'm like oh shit. I need to like like finish watching Invincible. And then, like, it'll be other shows, like, I forget about, and, like, I'll come back to them, or, like, I've been, I've meant to watch them, and I just forgot about them. It's a lot. It's not a bad problem. It's just, it's a lot. Like, I was reading something. Netflix is, like, trying to cut back on the scrolling, because I guess people are scrolling so much, because it, it, it's so much content. Like, you'd be like, well, let me find yeah. something real quick. Yeah. And you and you could just spend, like, 15 minutes looking for something, you just like, fuck this. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I did that the other day. I was, I opened Netflix, and I was like, I haven't watched Netflix in a while. Let me go look for something Same. to watch. And no shit, like, five, ten minutes went by, and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's something that pops your eye. And I know what you're talking about, Josh. It's like the shuffle option now. Mm-hmm. But unless, yeah. unless it doesn't pop your eye, um, there's just so much stuff on there. Like, the only reason I'm starting to watch, I put on Netflix was because of Yosuke, um, mm-hmm. the new Key Stanfield uh, anime, which and is I really forgot, good. Yeah. And I, and I forgot that came out the other day. Like, when you told me, you was like, it's out today. I was like, oh, shit, that's today? Like, I thought it was like coming out today, and it came out yesterday. Yeah, it's it, it it's a lot, but I'm like it's it's you know I wouldn't say it's a bad thing because like I would never like want to go back to just like three t- three TV channels like when my mom used to tell me she was <laughs> yeah. like yeah we only had like three channels I was like that sounds fucking terrible the one that, <laughs> yeah she was like we played outside I'm like because y'all only had three fucking channels I would play outside too. <laughs> no but i get you like there's and the thing is all these services have sub services in them yeah to go watch more shit and like i don't want to be a slave to my tv or my (laughs) ipad but at the same time like i want to watch all these tv tv shows that i missed out on or that i want to rewatch and it's like well which one do I pick this week? Which one do I pick today? <laughs> yeah. And it's cheaper than cable. Mm-hmm. I know people I, that don't even have cable. They just have streaming services. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it like, when some things like, uh, happen and people think like they're doing something new, but they're just like kind of like reinventing the wheel. Like, uh, I, I just like started The Mandalorian on, I think, like, Tuesday. I only saw like the first episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, well, I didn't really have like Disney Plus for a while. Then I forgot I had Disney Plus. And uh, so I start, I watched the first episode and I'm like going to catch up. I was, I enjoyed it. But I remember like when The Mandalorian first came out and like, look, on TV and stuff like that, new episodes been fucking coming out every week for years. But I guess <laughs> for like, p- people were acting like it was this new brilliant idea. For the Mandalorian to have a new episode every they were like, oh my god, it's not uh it's not all at once. You have to come back to next week. And I was like, that's just like any other fucking show on TV. I was like, this is not a new thing. <laughs> so I, I things like that, I was just like, 
it made me like scratch my head. And, and no, Frank, I'm not talking about the quality of the show or anything and stuff like that. But just like <laughs> seeing that, yeah, they were they, they was like, yeah, he, they was like, it keeps you invested week to week. And I'm just like, where the fuck have you been all this time? I was like, that's how shows used to be before they got like just all came out at once. <laughs> there are still shows like that. I will say I did cancel my Disney Plus as soon as the Mandalorian was over. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, it, um, Disney Plus is actually coming out with some good shows, though. Like mm-hmm. they came out the Mighty Ducks. Um, I guess if you're into Marvel, they came out with the Marvel stuff too. Mm-hmm. I'm actually yeah. waiting for. Um, no, I'm actually no, 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 nothing. I'm not gonna bash on it. I'm actually in, waiting for the Loki show because mm-hmm. I'm into like you know the the gods and all that. So I'm really mm-hmm. waiting for Loki. Pixar is also always pretty good too. Yeah, and then yeah. it's like Disney Plus is like when you want to watch. I mean, I used to, I had a Fire Stick, and I would you know stream movies, and Josh would always frown on me, but because um, <laughs> I don't have one asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you know it just gets like ugh, you have to find a stream and all, so it's easier to get just you know Disney Plus. So I want to watch a Bugs Life. Hey, that's what I'm gonna watch a Bugs Life. Click it and play. Um, I think streaming is now the way to go, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, man. Definitely. For everything, everything. I think, and then I say like the knees and ratings. It's like it's because I, you know, I'm a big wrestling fan. So, I so you have the yeah. Well, you have the knees and ratings. So there's there's like this big thing between these two companies. You know, who gets the higher ratings and all that. What people don't realize mm-hmm. is that people don't watch stuff on TV anymore. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people stream it. Um, mm-hmm. YouTube it, wait for it to come out the next day, DVR it. Yeah. Um, it's just now it's just like those Nielsen ratings aren't really, you know, all cracked out what they're supposed to be. Like I'm, it was back in the day. I'm glad you said they're that not valid. Yeah, they're not uh, valid anymore. Now that now like they're starting to count like the people that watched it then and people that like pre-recorded and stuff like that and watched it like the day after and then they so like in the nineties like a show used to get like. 20 million people to watch. Like, I forgot, like, what... Uh, like, the last episode of Seinfeld had, like, a ridiculous amount of people watched it. Yeah. And now, if a show's get, like, 3 million people to watch, they'd be like, oh, doing pretty good. But and then, like, people who had shows canceled, like, 20 years ago, they was like, well, damn, we would have been, like, the, the hit of the party right now. So, yeah, it, it's just all about, like, you know, growing with the times and stuff like that. So, but, yeah, they definitely counted, like, uh, people that watch it on the same day, people that watch it the next day, the day after and stuff like that. Like, especially, like, I guess, like, Hulu the day after. I'm trying okay, to see, well, like, how- This brings up a question mm-hmm. uh, about movies because... I don't know if you guys saw, but the Oscars this this year that we just went through was the least watched Oscars ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you blame that on the streaming, or do you blame that just on people not wanting to watch award shows anymore? No, I think it's blamed on the the movies that were nominated. And I said it before. You have. To, I mean, let's, let's be honest. Last year wasn't really the greatest, you know, year for movies coming out. Mm-hmm. And these movies that came out, people, I don't feel were invested in them as much as they were like in the past few, like nineteen seventeen, um, Parasite, The Shape of the Water. Um, people wanted to go see those movies. These movies now, people probably like mm, 
there was really not a lot of movies that they wanted to go see. This they're all sad movies. I said it in the last podcast. They none of those movies made like none of the movies that were on there made me actually want to watch. Usually, what I do every year is watch the best pictures. Mm-hmm. And I looked up the the best picture for this this year, and I none of those movies really made me stand out and be like, you know what? I'm gonna sit down and watch that movie. It was just a lot of like okay movies and stuff like that, like nothing really phenomenal and stuff. Yeah. Uh, oh, I I I got the uh, the answer to what I was saying. Like it was an estimate seventy three. 76.3 million viewers watched Seinfeld, the, the, the last episode, the series final. And that's the fourth yeah. in U.S. Uh, that's the fourth largest in U.S. behind MASH, Cheers, and Infusion. So, yeah, people used to watch it back then. I think for about the Oscars and stuff like that, like, man, the, like the pandemic, man, like that was just like you have movies like people like just like keeping in to wait till like when movie theaters are open. And then this was like the longest award uh, season that they had and stuff like that. It was like over like over a hundred something because you you know normally it's in February. Yeah. So I think like that kind of like played a part and stuff like that. And you know like it it, it was a weird like show. I didn't watch all of it, but like uh, they did best actor last and it's normally best picture. Wait, what? And, yeah, like the the last award was best actor. So I think best picture was like maybe the third to last. Hmm, shit. And then, Not bad. And then so, I stopped and watching then, after best picture. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, well, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and uh, it sounds like they, they, they weren't like showing clips of like their performances like they used to. Like you can tell like they were trying to do more. And then it was like a more experimental style, I guess. And it didn't, it didn't really look like an award show because people were spread it out. It wasn't really like too much people there. It was very minimalistic and stuff like that. It just didn't look and felt like the Oscars and stuff like that. So I think like yeah. the pandemic probably like paid a point. Like once we get past this and I, I can't stress this enough, we will get past this eventually. I'm kind of like seeing like what will happen then. Like I want to see that Oscar. Like I want to see those ratings. Well, because how many movies got pushed back because of COVID? Man, a lot. Like I know a lot of them were like big blockbusters and stuff like that. But then uh, even like kind of like smaller ones and stuff like that because you got to do like a COVID protocol. Like I, I was reading something. It's like when an actor like flies into like where they're shooting it. They're quarantined, they're tested, then they go to the set and like different departments has like different like PPE. Like some people have like masks, some people well everyone has masks, but like some people have like the uh the N ninety six masks and like the hair and makeup people might have a different type of mask. Yeah. And so it, it's making production like more expensive and stuff like that. But like they're getting like they're filming and stuff like that. But yeah, it's like a lot of stuff that had to get shut down that just like resume. And yeah, like like James Bond, like uh, the new James Bond movie has been waiting for like a year and a half, I believe. Top Gun. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 it's just like you know they don't want to release it like on streaming and stuff like that. They just want to hold it, but like it's it's gonna get to the point like when you got so much stuff like just bagged up. Well, then, like, how much money are they spending on these movies to make 
COVID happened, and then they can't make any money back. They already paid all the actors, so yeah. you have this shit just sitting on a shelf somewhere waiting to get put out. Mm-hmm. Just fucking put it out and pull what Disney does and charge you 40 bucks to go watch Mulan. <laughs> and see if you make money that way, which, by the way, I didn't like Mulan because Mushu wasn't in it, but that's another story. <laughs> so, but well, anyway. I, I, I think Tenet scared a lot of people. Like, I, 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 yeah, uh-huh. Tenet was always coming out, and then yeah. it didn't come out, and then yeah, it, 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 it to me it came out too soon because I, I still haven't seen Tenet yet. I I probably I want to see because I'm I'm a big Christopher Nolan fan. I, it, it's it's coming on HBO Max like sometime in May. I'm gonna check it out, but it came out like too soon. Like we were at like kind of like I don't even think like we had peaked yet. I wasn't trying to go to no fucking theater and die for Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> and then it didn't make as much as like what they would expect because we are in a fucking pandemic and that that that, that was kind of that got that, that got the ball rolling for hbo to do the same day release like tenant josh do you have a what is it apple tv access? i don't i don't son of a bitch wow what's up it's on there i was gonna I was gonna send you my tenant copy. Okay. That I well, I bought. yeah, uh, I'll, I'll probably look it up. So, but I, 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 I hear it. In, yeah, yeah. When I, when I saw like it's coming on the uh, HBO Max, like like yeah. a few weeks. Yeah, I'll for sure like check it out. So that like uh, like I'm only like personally, I only know two people that have seen Tenant, and they've never they didn't see it in the theaters, and you were one of them. Yeah, I saw it in my room, and it it didn't have the same effect as everything else I've seen from Nolan in theaters. Yeah, and uh, one of my cousins he saw, uh, let's just say a stream. We're not going to say what type of stream he saw, but he saw a stream <laughs> <laughs> of Tenet, and he told me he was like, "Man, it's amazing! You got to check it out." I was like, "All right, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna fuck with it." I liked it, but it doesn't have the same effect not watching yeah. it in theaters. Yeah, because it it's actiony and it's the sequences like you got to be in that in that theater to really appreciate yeah. this, especially the sound design from it. Yeah, you gotta. There's a level of appreciation for it in a theater that you don't get at your house. And I I, I was looking forward to that so much because John David Washington, I think like he could become like a huge star just like his dad. Yes. And, you know, and for him to be, like, the first, like, black leading character in the Christopher Nolan, that was huge. And I was looking forward to it. And then, you know, like, it got pushed back a little bit. And then, like, Nolan wanted it to come out. He thought he could, like, save the theater and stuff like that. And then when it didn't make as much, people laughed at him. Like, people judged. And they was like, oh, you were being inconsiderate. And you were just being selfish and stuff like that. And then, like I said, like that got HBO to do what they did. Because I don't know if you guys remember, like a lot of people were confused about that. A lot of people thought that was a dumb idea. They didn't let filmmakers know because they didn't want that to come out like before they announced it. Like Nolan, he was mad. A lot of other directors were mad because they were like, yeah, like uh, Dennis uh, Versailles, like the guy that made like Dune, Prisoner, Blade Runner 2025. Uh, he, you know, he made done to play in theaters, and it's going to be on HBO Max. And now people are like seeing it. It was like, yo, this is like a very good idea. 
but it's from the start it was only just for for this year like you know like once everything goes back and stuff like that the plan is to put those movies back in theaters like they're only on hbo max for 30 days yeah so maybe next year maybe Maybe this will be we took the cat out the bag type of problem and stuff like that. Maybe some people say, like, you know, going to the movies is going to be very interesting. I don't, I don't think it'll ever stop. It's just going to be different because, you know, TV was supposed to be the thing. They killed movies. It didn't. And then, you know, everybody like being able to have like your own. Uh, TV screen at home that can like rival the movies was supposed to be the end of the movies. It wasn't. And, you know, like this pandemic, people thought that was going to be different. I, I haven't went to the movies yet, but like every time I go to like Chili's to get food, I see people at the theaters. I mean, I'm gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I'm like, I'm looking forward to it and stuff like that. I thought about going to go see Nobody. Like, I know you saw that. Oh, dude, um, go <laughs> check that movie out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I was like, I'm very anxious to go back and stuff like that. And uh, I'm interested to see, like, how will, like, movie theaters reach out to, like, you know, get business back and stuff like that. I think we can all agree, like, it became, like, super expensive, especially if you have a family. And, you know, it'll be interesting, like, can they, you know, do a decent price? Could they do, like, an anime month or... A Western month, a Western week, and stuff like that. And you know, we'll see. But that's that's what was I got to say about that? <laughs> oh, I got man. I mean, I think we went on our little rant here. So yeah, <laughs> we said that this was going to be a very quick episode. <laughs> Frank, you want to add anything before we close this out? Uh. Did I add enough wrestling stuff in there? Uh, we can talk about John Cena some more. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> His book can, is really good. Very motivational. Can you, can you see him? Or can yeah. you not? <laughs> His book's very good. Very motivational. His book. Mm-hmm. But no, I don't got anything else. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, boys and girls, uh, we'll see you on Tuesday for a very special episode. Yes, sir. We don't have to say what that is, but we'll people figure it out. Yeah, you're a bunch of nerds. We're out. I know.